0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius
1: Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Today, we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video about expanding a kingdom with trees, another book about Samantha Spinner, and we have a totally awesome guest! The, alive, the online the They the amazing, Henrique friend Honey. <laughs> Henrique is a director and has acted in a number of shows and films.
0: Thank you for having me, Tiberius. I appreciate it.
1: Well, you're welcome.
0: Privilege being here, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, today we're going to start off with the video of the week, and this is going to be a chop.
0: it's time for the Video Game of the
1: Week! And you may remember simple games from their other games God's Glory and City Life. But this is a completely different type of game. So first off, I get into the game and you see some hexagons with some trees. So the tutorial says to chop down the trees and return to the castle. So you're kind of like a giant because the trees are uh-huh. so tiny. So next, when you buy so much land, you can purchase villages that have workers that would chop down the trees for you instead of you doing it, which is pretty good. <laughs> but as you get more and more land, raiders come to stop you. That's not good. So, you have to make a barracks and train swordmen to, you know, defend your land, of course. But as you grow, everything costs, you know, more and more and more.
0: That's like life. You know?
1: True. <laughs> so, well, you can rank up your player weapons and land. Once you unlock that last plot of land, you are offered to go to a new world. My like dad has been to five worlds so far, and well, when you go there, you have to start all over again. But you do get to keep your weapon. And you guessed it! Everything costs twice as much! Hey, That sucks. <laughs> well, I give my Kingdom 9 ten stars because I like fighting the Raiders and getting lots and lots of trees to sell. Isn't
0: that fun? That's fun. I mean, I love selling trees. <laughs> Christmas trees, especially now, you know. Oh,
1: yeah, true. <laughs> Over 40 years, Playhouse Central Florida has provided education and independent life skills and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking out clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. The Tiberius Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from
0: photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom Braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373
1: and tell them that Tiberius now it's time for the Book of the Week. Samantha Spinner and the Boy of the Ball. This is the book. This book is written by Russell Gins. Let to the back of the book. In fact, Henrique. Would you like to do the honors?
0: I'd love to, yeah. I mean, Alright, all right, let's see. At last, Samantha Spinner tracked down her uncle. Now it's time to get some answers. Only it's impossible to know where to start. Where did the rain come from? And what about the sun? Who made the rusty umbrella and the incredible ways to travel? Where did Nipper go?
1: Wait a second. What? Where did Nipper go? I don't oh. know. Where did he go? I don't know. Well, this is an Arab book and it's for six full points. It's rated for fifth grade and fifth month. This is a great book for kids that love mysteries. So if you remember, the second book, Samantha, was hot on the trail of her uncle. Now she's going to find out what all this is going on. I like that they found an uncle in New York with Buffy, and Buffy didn't even know that Uncle Paul was there. Crazy. <laughs> well, I like that they found an uncle in New York City with Buffy, and she did not even know it. Well, I really like that never got stuck in a ball of yarn and ended up in the ball, and everyone lost him. And his dad ran right past the ball. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I think that kids that like puzzles would enjoy this book. I like the map puzzle that used the path of travel to cover up unwanted words and reveal the secret message. I give Samantha Spinner and the Boy and the Ball 10 out of 10 stars because it was really cool that she finally found Uncle Paul, but he would not answer any of her questions. He just didn't want to. That has to be frustrating. Definitely. See David Smith Law.com. You can call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help. People. If you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. The website again is CWSmithWall.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? <laughs> Fire has been providing top quality fire equipment services for three generations to the Central Florida area. Don't wait for an emergency to repair. Call MidState Fire today at 407-246-8855. Get your fire extinguishers and emergency lighting for both your home and businesses by visiting www.midstatefire.com. That number again is 407-246-8855. And now it's time for the interview of an interesting person. Today, I guess this is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Henrique Fernandi. <laughs> Henrique is a director and produced the popular film The Emotional Pianist.
0: Thank you so much for having me here, Tibera You're Welcome. I appreciate it, man. That's You're awesome.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> so, first off, how are you enjoying being on the show?
0: I mean, man, the atmosphere here—it's amazing. I mean, I love the studio. I love what you're doing, what the show is doing. I, what I love the most about the show is that uh, younger, a young person like you is doing it, mm-hmm. and you love what you do, and and that's oh, what I, I and that's what I encourage people is always to love what they do in life, you know. And seeing such a young person like you doing it at such a young age is so encouraging to me to see the next generation moving towards their dreams. So I love being here, man. I appreciate it. Well,
1: you're welcome. Okay, so you are a director. Mm-hmm. Can you explain to my listeners what exactly that means?
0: So a director is basically in charge of the whole uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually people think that the director uh, is someone that, you know, finances the movie. That, you know, does that, that's the producer. The director mm-hmm. is basically the one that he's the captain. He or she's the captain of the ship.
1: Mm, that makes
0: so sense. they're in charge of controlling the movie. Where it goes, primarily in terms of story and um, character, character arcs and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. a director would be in charge of. Um, he would be in charge of telling the cinematographer, who's the person behind the camera, mm-hmm. what shots they need to get. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people think that also the director is the one that's behind the camera. And that's not necessarily true, true because the director of photography is the one that's directing behind. behind the camera, and the director tells the director of photography, "Hey, I need you to do this, this, this and, this, and this, this, this for me." And then the director goes up to the actors and say, "Hey, okay. I need you to do this, this, and this for me." Uh-huh. And that's what the director for does. The director. He's exactly for, mm-hmm. for he or she. The They're in charge. Of the film set. Mm -hmm. But they also have to respond to the producer. Mm -hmm. If they're not producing. So they're in charge of the ship. But the ship.
1: But the ship has to. You know. Give some stuff. Get
0: somewhere. Yeah Yeah, exactly. So it's a huge responsibility. Because you're in charge of everyone that's inside the ship. But you need to take the ship safely safely where it needs to go. go. And that's basically what a director does. Not like what
1: happened in Titanic.
0: No, not at all.
1: No. So, do you have to hire the actors and make the storyboards?
0: Yeah, so in terms of an independent filmmaker like myself, because I'm not mainstream, you know, obviously I'm not a big director, you know, in Hollywood or anything like that. So, for me, so, for me, it's one of those things that I, as an independent director, I need to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. So, I did cast my actors, especially for emotional pianists. Uh, it was it was a, a search. You know, I had to go online. And, 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 and find and, people. Exactly. And find good people mm-hmm. that could do it. And that
1: could actually play the piano.
0: Exactly, and
1: and that could play these type of notes that you would like them to
0: do. Exactly, so it's very specific in, in regards in regards to that. Um, storyboards, I also I also have to do them. But what I did uh, for pianists was really funny because I actually took pictures of what I wanted and I created like a shop board no, I, of what I kinda want.
1: It's kind of like an animation of what you
0: want. Kind of like that, yeah, exactly. So basically, yeah. I do everything myself.
1: Yeah, so. that is true. Mm-hmm. So, how long does it take to plan out a movie?
0: Um, it all depends on the size of your movie, mm. budget, uh, script, mm. and really just depends on what your vision is for the film. So, I'll use an example. I'll use uh, Emotional Pianist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the idea back in high school, but I wasn't able to do it, and then when I was finally able to do it, it took me around... I started, yeah, a couple months. It was like December of 2019 all the way to uh, February February of 2020. Uh, I had friends that did movies that took them like five months. Uh, And there's people like a Hollywood movie takes years to make. You know what I'm saying? So it it all depends
1: on how long it is.
0: Exactly. It all depends on. On the movie itself, mm-hmm. and then you have to adjust your time based on what He's the movie like requires. Require exactly. That.
1: So, how long have you been doing this?
0: I have been doing it for three years. Wow. So, I mean, I have, I, you know, I've, I've started when right after high school. Um, I decided, you know, during high school, I did a lot of theater uh, because so
1: that gives you the acting.
0: That gave yeah. me the acting, and because you are a good actor. You can be a good director mm, because how? Because
1: you know how to act, and because now you can tell the other people how you want them to act. Correct. So that maybe instead of like drawing it, you could act it out.
0: Exactly. So uh, the reason why I did theater in high school was because I wanted to do filmmaking, but there was no such thing as like a film, film club, club or yeah. you know there was TV production, but that's mainly yeah, TV. That's, that's not mainly, really TV. exactly. It's not. Like, it's not it's not film, so mm-hmm. what I did was I said, "Let me do theater, because that's the closest thing to film that I have now." Mm-hmm. I love doing it, love theater, great time there. And now, as soon as I graduated, I decided, "Let me do filmmaking, because so yeah. now I have the acting." Now that I have the acting, I can I go and be a better that director. I, need, mm-hmm.
1: I can now go into filmmaking. Exactly. Yeah. Well, does it take a lot of formal training to be able to be a director?
0: I wouldn't say. Uh, if you mean by formal training, school, like film school, oh, yeah. I would say that film school is not necessary, but it is helpful. Yes. I, for an example, I went to film school, and I, I am no longer in film school, I'm still in college, but I'm not in film school no more because it didn't work for me. Mm. For me, I was much more hands-on, trying to get jobs right now and focus on learning by doing jobs instead of learning in school and then doing jobs. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So for me, it didn't work out. Now, I have friends that are in film school, and it's working out for them. That's great. Just like you see directors in Hollywood, if you literally pick like the best directors in Hollywood, almost half of them, half of them did go to film school, Mm -hmm. half of them didn't go to film school. So you even see on The Best of the Best, there's this parallel. Mm-hmm. one going and one didn't going doesn't make them worse than each other yeah it's all about personalities and preferences so I would say that film school is an optional choice it all depends on your character your work ethic and what you really want out of a mm-hmm. film education uh, but it does take a lot of training oh yeah inside the job for you to be a good director the only way you're gonna be a good director is by doing movies all the time working on movies all the time that's the only way you're going to be a good director oh yeah there's no other way uh, for me to recommend people to be a good director is just make a movie and nowadays there's no excuse sweet everybody has an iPhone yeah. so if you want to be a director go make a movie that iPhone? you have your iPhone go make a movie if you want to be a director
1: you made the short film emotional pianist can you tell me more about that
0: yeah, so, uh, like I said, Emotional Pianist is uh, it's a dear project in my heart. Because it's a movie about uh, life. And, and that's what I wanted to uh, portray in the film, is how life is quick, man. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize it, how, how we don't fast it is. it, but yeah. it's really fast. And by the time, you know, if you get to live to be in an older age you don't realize how lucky you are and how time flies. So Emotional Pianist is really uh, a special project to me because of that message that can resonate with people. And it's just a message that I hope people will realize after watching the film is, wow, I need to spend more time with my loved ones. I need to spend more time with my parents. I haven't called my brother this week. Let me talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And that's why I think it's a special project in my heart because of the message. Oh
1: yeah. So, where did you get the idea for the film?
0: So the idea for the film came from this concept of, you know, uh, making, uh, talking about life and the importance of it. And so the idea came as a way for me to figure out how can I tell a story about that, you know, because it can be very vague, you know, that can be a very vague concept. So my first idea was, well. Let me make this into a younger couple that they meet in high school. And then once... And then they, they fall in love. And then the end of the movie is uh, we show them older. Right? Mm-hmm. That, was, that was the first idea. Yeah. Couldn't find a high school that would let me shoot at the high school. Ah. Uh. So I had to change my idea. So I said, okay. So I show them older at the end. How about I focus on them when they're older? Mm-hmm. And it's about her remembering uh, because the husband had died oh, yeah. so it's about the wife uh, remembering when she first met the husband mm. and and through that you know I don't want to spoil the movie but through that is how you you discover the value of life oh, yeah. through memories and music because the move the movie has no has no lines in it yeah, you know there's no there's no dialogue.
1: dialogue yeah
0: because I wanted the music to be the main dialogue I wanted the music to carry us through the whole thing.
1: It tells you throughout the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I see that you got a lot of awards for the film. Can you tell me about
0: that? Yeah, so the film, thank God, won a lot of awards. Uh, many festivals that we got a chance to play at. Uh, uh, the ones that are that really stood out to me was the Orlando Independent Filmmakers. Uh, those awards there were great because we won uh, you know, best picture, best director, best music.
1: Well, which of the awards are you most proud of?
0: Definitely best music. Uh, as much as I, as much as I loved winning best director and, and best picture, for me, best music has a special significance because the music is what drives the film. Mm-hmm. And also because a lot of people don't know this, my grandma wrote the music for the film so and for her to be writing it is a testament of how god how 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 good god is because she had cancer three years before i was born and she prayed to god saying lord please deliver me from this so i can see my grand- grandchildren wow. and now and for her to be working with her grandchildren now for me, it's a, it's a blessing. And for me to have her in my life, it's a blessing. For me to have her music in my life, in my film, and carry that, mm-hmm. you know, it's a blessing for me because I'm taking my family with me.
1: So I'm guessing that she got the award?
0: She got the award. I didn't get the no award for, for Best Music. She got it. It's her award. But I'm I'm proud of that because it's a testament of how, God, how good God is and how God delivered her. Mm. So...
1: Well, good job, Grandma.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So, I'm on a radio show and a podcast that talks about God during my Lying Strong segment. So, how do you include God's message in the projects that you work on?
0: Well, so, I like to include it, of course, because as Christians, I think we we should the um, tell the gospel and preach it and, and tell everyone about God and Jesus. And so for me, it's important to have those messages under my films, Mm. but I don't want to make it preachy. Mm. You you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, So emotional pianist has a lot of God in it. Because? Because it's about life. It's about, you know, memories. Yes, heaven. There's an afterlife component to that. So there's some undertones of that, of how important life is. And, you know, especially emotional pianists, like, people might be leaving the film thinking, oh, I, I really need to focus more, like I said, on my family, on my loved mm-hmm. ones, because I don't know how much time I have. And mm-hmm. that can make them question, too, is like, how okay, she went she left? went to heaven, mm-hmm. right? The the main protagonist went to heaven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do I know how I'm going to get to heaven?
1: Mm-hmm. You know where I am where, gonna go where
0: I'm today. gonna go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It forces people
1: because she went from her living room to, to have, her dance studio.
0: Straight, straight to heaven. You, you so know?
1: where am I gonna end up?
0: Exactly. So for me, it's it's one of those things that I don't want to make it preachy. I don't want to make it you know too much on your face, but I definitely want to input those values and communicate the message of the gospel in my films. Directly, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly. And emotional pianist was an indirect way of communicating the values of the Bible. You know? So that's how I want to incorporate God. And another way that you incorporate God in your life is a lot of times, you know, people think, oh, I need to go into ministry. I need to, you know, be a pastor. That's how I'm going to... No, you incorporate God in your life by representing God wherever you go. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: For example, in filmmaking... A way that I choose to honor God is by not doing films.
1: Well, did you do that at your first job, like into God into to your life?
0: I didn't, and that's a good question because. Well,
1: what is your first job?
0: My first job, uh, my my first couple of films uh, were were definitely not centered on that on those values, and I remember clearly God calling me out of it and saying, and I remember praying about it and i remember you know through reading the bible realizing that a lot of the movies that i was doing were not you know Mm. coherent with what god wants for my life and for other people's lives Mm -hmm. so that night when um, it was a night that i was reading and that night i remember praying and saying lord i want to do what you want me to do in my career Mm. And that doesn't have to be. I'm only gonna do Christian films. Yeah. But what I'm gonna do now is, whenever I do a project, it has to have biblical values in it. That makes sense. So I'm, I don't do I don't do anything with, you know, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll in it. You know, mm. because I don't want to have that affiliated with my name.
1: Well, what advice would you give my listeners if they wanted to grow up and work in the entertainment industry?
0: The advice that I'll give to anyone that w- wants to work in the in- entertainment industry is for you to work hard and have a vision, have a plan for what you want, and and make sure that filmmaking is really what you want to do. If it is what you want to do, work hard at it. You're only going to be successful in filmmaking if you work hard.
1: Do you have a Facebook or a website for my listeners to want to follow you?
0: Yes. Yeah, so... um. My Instagram is at Enrique Ferhani, Mm -hmm. so it's my first name, at first name, and last name all together, and then my website is Mm EnriqueFerhani.com, so just first name, last name, dot com. Okay. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. So, thank you, Henrique, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for math corners? Sure. Sweet. Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range, great customer service, and firearm safety is what they do best. To so find out more at oakridgegunrange.com. The Type Show would like to thank Buggy Creek Gator Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an air belt and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now. Get your tickets today. The website again is Tiberius' favorite favorite subject, subject, it's Math Corners! Corners. Thank you, Henry, for helping me with Math Corners. Today, we're going to talk about Algebra 1. So last week, we talked about variables. This is used a lot in algebra. So, algebra is a part of mathematics that uses variables to represent numbers and formulas, of equations. Now we talk about solving problems that have two variables, and the answer would make a line. So there are a few times when the answers are not in a line. Then there's when the variable is part of an exponent. These can create answer sets, but that is much higher than math for my grade. Well, there are different types of equations that deal with exponents. My dad's favorite one is called the quadratic equation, but there are also cubic equations and logarithms. But for lower algebra, we use linear equations, which, as the name suggests, all the answers are in a line. The other types will have curves and their answers and you graph them. But I'm beginning to really like algebra. I might even like it more than geometry. Ooh. <laughs> That's why I like it. So, Henrique, do you not know all about algebra 1 and variables? Yes, I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, my teacher says that I always use math every single day. Do you have to use math as a director?
0: Yes, in a sense, because you do need to be able, a lot of times, um, to be able to calculate shots and, you know, how much time you have in the film. So you definitely use math a lot in filmmaking. So
1: mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Henrik, for your help with Math Corners. You know what it's time for. It's time for the heart of a lion. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a lion which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. This week, we're going to talk about nobility. For me, I think nobility is remembering we are God's special possessions and acting in a noble way, showing courage and honor. The qualities of nobility are goodness, virtue, honor, generosity, and selflessness. I saw nobility with my dad. This week, my dad yelled at me. This was not fun. So he had a very bad day, and so did I. I told him that I had a bad day, but would not tell him what was wrong. He started to yell and parked the car to take a moment. I have not seen him this upset in a very, very long time. After he calmed him down, he told me that he was sorry and asked for my forgiveness. Being able to ask for forgiveness is hard, but it's a part of I told him it was okay, but he said that he was wrong. But he would not allow me to record him he was saying that he was wrong. No proof. Darn it. <laughs> so, Henrik, did you see or use nobility at all this week?
0: Yes. Um, I think I definitely used nobility in a sense of being... Um, of taking care of my brother because he, he's uh, full rehearsal mode right now. He's in a play in high school. Right. So... Um, nobility of being able to, you know, because I have a busy life, yeah, and and so to be able to help him out is to have the nobility of saying no to my own things and saying own yes to helping him, yes, out. To help him yeah. out. Yeah,
1: so. Well, of all of the heart of a lion virtues, which is your favorite?
0: I think that definitely leadership, um, because I consider myself to be a leader. And mm-hmm. I think that leadership is important, even for people that don't consider themselves to be a leader. In a sense, everyone is a leader because yeah. you have to lead your own life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think leadership's very important. Mm-hmm. So.
1: We should always try and be lying strong in everything we do, shouldn't we?
0: Yes, we should definitely be lying strong in everything. Should
1: always be lying strong. Mm-hmm. And that's our show, folks. Only thing is on the
0: Uh, my, my pleasure, man. Thank you so much. It was awesome.
1: For being on my show. <laughs> it has been so much fun talking with you today. And I hope in the future to see your work on your set. I could even be extra.
0: You know so what? Next movie, you're going to be in it. Extra. Sweet. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely.
1: Well, also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on the Tybee Show for their host, Tyler Edmore. Somebody that
0: really, really helped me motivate